Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. Welcome to this week's TT Wealth Podcast. As another tax year end approaches, it's important to finalize your tax planning to reduce your tax bill wherever possible. The current tax year ends on the 5th of April in the UK. So reviewing your tax affairs now will enable you to make the most of any allowable deductions and strategies available to minimize or mitigate your potential tax burden. So in this episode, I'm going to look at the end of your tax planning with a few tips that will help you to protect yourself, your family, and your future. To start with, we need to identify any tax planning opportunities. And personal circumstances may differ. So if you have any questions or if you have any particular areas that you are concerned about, then please do not hesitate to contact me. If you have not done so already, take the time to carry out a review of your own tax financial affairs to identify any tax planning opportunities and take action before it's too late. Here are my 12 tips to help you get ahead on managing your tax affairs. The first is to check your PAYE tax code. Your tax code is based on the amount of tax you should be paying and the amount you can earn before tax applies. The tax code is the identifier that tells your employer how much tax should be deducted from your salary each time you get paid. If you have multiple employers or pension providers, you should get more than one tax code. If you're on the wrong one, you could be paying the taxman more than you ought to be. On the other hand, you risk getting penalized if you pay in too little. Tip number two, transfer part of your personal allowance to your spouse. Married couples and registered civil partners are permitted to share 10% of their personal allowances between them. Any unused allowance of one partner can be used by the other, meaning an overall combined tax savings. The amount you can transfer is £1,260 for the current tax year, and a transfer is permitted if the recipient partner pays tax at a rate higher than the basic rate of 20%. Tip number three, contribute up to £9,000 into your child's junior ISA. The fund builds up free of tax on investment income and capital gains until your child reaches age 18, when the funds can either be withdrawn or roll over into an adult's ISA. Relatives and friends can also contribute to your child's junior ISA as long as £9,000 limit for the current tax year is not breached. Tax free savings and dividend allowances for the current tax year savings income of up to 
£1,000 is exempt for basic rate taxpayers, with a £500 exemption for higher rate taxpayers. The tax-free dividend allowance is £2,000 for all taxpayers. Married couples and registered civil partners could save tax by ensuring that each person has enough of the right type of income to make use of those tax-free allowances. Tip number four, individual savings accounts, or ISAs as we know them as. You can put the entire amount into a cash ISA or a stocks and shares ISA or an innovative finance ISA or any combination of these three. Usually when you invest, you have to pay tax on any income or capital gains you earn from your investments. But with an ISA, provided you stick to the rules on how much you pay in, all capital gains and income tax from your investments won't be taxed. Every tax year, you have an ISA allowance, which is currently £20,000 for the current tax year. Tip number five, utilize any capital losses. If you realize capital gains and losses in the same tax year, the losses are offset against the gains before the capital gains tax exempt amount, which is currently £12,300, is deducted. Capital losses will be wasted if gains would otherwise be covered by your exempt amount. Or consider postponing a sale that will generate a loss until the following tax year. Alternatively, realize more gains in the current year. Tip number six, maximize pension contributions. Pension contributions can reduce your tax liability by increasing the tax thresholds. The annual allowance for the current tax year is £40,000. To avoid an annual allowance charge, the pension contributions made by yourself and by your employer on your behalf must be covered by your available annual allowance. So if you haven't used all of your allowance in the last three years, it might be possible to pay more into your pension plan by carrying forward whatever allowance is left to make the most of the tax relief on offer. Though bear in mind, the amount is still capped at 100% of your earnings. However, different rules apply if you've already started to take money out of your pension plan and you are affected by the money purchase and allowance. Or if your income when added to employees' payments are more than £240,000. The lifetime allowance is the limit on how much you can build up in pension benefits over your lifetime, while still enjoying the full tax benefits. If you go over the allowance, you'll generally pay a tax charge on the excess at certain times. The lifetime allowance for most people is £1,073,100 in the current tax year has been frozen at this level until 2025 stroke 26 tax year. The allowance applies to the total of all the pensions you have, including the value of pensions you have through any defined benefit schemes, final salary or career average schemes you belong to, and any savings you have in defined contribution pensions, but excluding new estate pension. 
that's a really great tip for you to be aware of. This area can be quite complicated, so I would always suggest that you speak to an advisor to work out what your lifetime allowance is if you've got larger pension funds. Tip number seven, pay pension contributions to save national insurance contributions. If you pay pension contributions out of your salary, both you and your employer have to pay national insurance contributions on that salary. When your employer pays a contribution directly into your pension scheme, the employer receives tax relief for the contribution and there are no national insurance contributions to pay. So a saving for both you and your employer. You could arrange with your employer to cover the cost contributions by foregoing part of your salary or bonus. You must agree in writing to adjust your salary before the revised pension contributions are paid for this arrangement to be tax effective. Although pension contributions are not caught currently by the clampdown on salary sacrifice arrangements. So again, a very useful tip to make sure that you are making the most of any contributions via your employer to save both them and you in terms of national insurance contributions. Tip number eight, make a will or review your existing wills. If you die without making a will, your assets will be divided between your relatives according to the intestacy rules. Your surviving spouse or registered civil partner may only receive a proportion of your estate, and inheritance tax will be due on 40% on anything else above £325,000 and up to £500,000 if the residence narrowed band is available. So again, if you get this right and plan accordingly, you can save a lot of money by simply writing a tax-efficient will. And also what I would suggest on there as well is that though it's not really a sort of a tax savings, I would still always recommend that you consider putting in place powers of attorney, both the property and finance one and also the health and welfare powers of attorney. Tip number nine, leave some of your estate to charity. Where you leave at least 10% of your estate to charities, the inheritance tax on the remainder is charged at 36% instead of 40%. The exact calculation on your net estate is quite complicated, so it's important to receive professional advice when drawing up an amended will. Tip number 10, make regular inheritance tax free gifts. As long as you establish a pattern of gifts that can be shown to be covered by your net income without reducing either your capital assets or your normal standard living, then these will be free of inheritance tax. The recipients of the gifts need not be the same people each year. Again, it's another method or strategy I use for many of my clients, which is the easiest one to put in place. And again, if circumstances change, those gifts can be altered. Tip number 11, use the inheritance tax marriage exemption. If your son or daughter is about to marry, you and your spouse can each give them £5,000 in consideration of the marriage, and the gift will be free of inheritance tax. 
the marriage exemption can also be combined with your £3,000 a year inheritance tax gift exemption to allow you to make larger gifts. You can make an inheritance tax-free gift of £2,500 for a grandchild's wedding as well. And registered civil partners also attract the same exemptions. And lastly, tip number 12, make inheritance tax-free gifts each tax year. These gifts are free of inheritance tax. And if you forget to make your £3,000 gift one year, you can catch up in the next tax year by giving a total of £6,000. But you can only carry forward the £3,000 allowance for one tax year. But also remember, you and your spouse or registered civil partner can each give that £3,000 of your capital each tax year, in addition to gifts you make out of any regular income. That brings us to the end of this week's episode, which I hope you found helpful. And if you do have any questions on the tips I've briefly covered, then feel free to get in touch. And as always, if you have found this week's episode useful, then don't forget to subscribe to my channel and leave your feedback and comment on what other topics you would like covered. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk or my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how? You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TT Wealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.